Happy Friday, Brian Neitch. Good morning. Good morning, John North. Good to, good to talk to you. It's another wonderful day. Jesus is still on the throne. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, we we skyped each other this morning and raised our coffee up and just in the best mood possible says, you know, Jesus has won. He's risen and we've won the battle. We're undefeated. Undefeated. You know, that's <laughs> that's great news every morning. Uh, just awesome. in a great mood, man. It's been a great week. Uh, I know we didn't do the. Uh, our podcast in the morning yesterday because your your daughter graduated, so you had to go watch That's right. That's right. Uh, the, the ceremony there. So congratulations with that. So yeah, thank you. That's great. It's exciting. Another year. This our last uh, our last one in in uh, elementary school. So now on to bigger and better things. Yeah, the the wings are spreading, and your mm-hmm. your daughter's just growing like a like. Like a uh, like a like a wildflower, you know. It's like my daughter is, uh, you know, doing the same. Just like every time I blink, just time is passing, and my daughter's getting older, and just growing and hitting different chapters and stages. And so is my son Lincoln. And um, that's why I love that one song, "Slow Up" by uh, Jacob Banks. Slow up. Mm. It's a just a good song, you know. I I I always want to like try to hide from time, just take my family and. I feel like there's a place on earth where you could hide from time and just, you know, basically be uh, never, never land and just never get older. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. There is a place. Mm. Heaven. Amen to that. I like what you <laughs> did there. I didn't see that one coming. Yes, sir. It's, it's coming. It's a, there's paradise, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's a beautiful. God has prepared a place for everyone every one of those who love love him yeah and all you gotta do is love him all you gotta do is turn to him yeah Man, yeah he's so good he's so good uh laura is on here uh good morning mm-hmm. laura laura saying i have a job interview in an hour yeah that's awesome so uh, godspeed on that and god bless that and uh Hopefully Laura slam dunks it like I know she will. She's a she's a rock that's star. Right. And, and by the way, yeah. Laura competes tomorrow at Worlds here in the garage. Yeah, buddy, that's so, gonna be great. You know, every uh, everybody's just been doing great all week at, at Worlds, so it's been it's been great to see. And, and how cool is that? You have athletes just come out to fly, yeah, fly out just, to, to lift with you. Well, I mean, it's just, it's a blessing. You know, Laura's here. It's a blessing, and just the team that we have, and and just, I mean, that's why you have to step back and just be grateful and and. You know, just you know, my heart, my heart is full of joy. You know, and how, how could it not be? With, I know with the people in my life and just what God has done, and it's just it's you yeah, know, absolutely I've, everything absolutely. we have good is a, is an amazing thing. You know, and it, I, it really yeah. is. It really is. You know, and the Bible says that 
all things good come down from the Father, the Father of light. Mm. And there's, you know, thank you, Father, thank you for giving us the good things of life. Mm. It is a good thing. There's no evil in him. Yeah. You know, God didn't send the plague to, to, you know, and and, uh, to to take you out. There's no evil in him. Yeah. He loves you. He loves you. Hey, Laura, really quick. I'm having just a slight oh, one, two. How are we coming in, Laura? There we go. My mic's working now. There's some slight uh, tech issues this morning, so I just want to make sure that we're we're coming in. We're coming in good. So Exodus chapter 5, mm-hmm. uh, as we read the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, all the way through. Um, and here we are. Okay, Laura's saying good. Thank you. Thumbs yep. up. Chapter mm-hmm. 5. So open your Bibles or... Pull it up on the computer or your phone. We are right. reading out of the New Living Translation. Um, just due to the flow, the reading style, just I think easier uh, for pe- for me to read, especially, and for people to follow. Of course, we do always kind of pull back layers and go to King James and do some investigating, and, and uh, you know the, the the Greek word and you know what what it means in Hebrew. And I think that's important too, Brian, is to pull back layers sure. and dive deep on some of the lines and chapters there too. Yeah, this is a study, you know, we're not just read we we are reading all the way through, but we also do somewhat of a study. We talk about it and you know, find out what, you know, what's what's it say. And so, mm-hmm. it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So yeah, I'm so glad people are on the journey with us. I also remember if you want to contact us black, white and sometimes red on Instagram. So um so follow us there, message us if you need prayer, reach out to us. You know, if you have a testimony, how this has helped your family, we've had several, several people yeah. write us and say that. So yeah, it's very, yeah. very cool to um, to interact with you guys that way. Just yeah. talking about the word. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, please. And thank you for the for the people that have reached out. Amazing. And thank you. Uh, and if you haven't, please do just just a quick direct message and say hi and anything we can help out with. Just let us know. So mm-hmm. black, mm-hmm. white and sometimes red on Instagram and um, that's right. And we, uh, we'll get to it on this amazing Friday. Uh, by the way, real quick on weightlifting max deadlift. That's going to be a fun day. I know Brian wants to jump on there, but he's making a comeback from his hernia that's surgery, right. but, um, some, some light lifts off the four inch deficit, which will be fun. I was on the Google hangout this morning and, uh, Connor hit two fifteen, which was exciting mm. to see in the clean dead. And, uh, we actually that had a new good. athlete, Aaron, uh, uh, uh Denny, Aaron Denny jumped on a, to watch and say hi out of Florida. So that was fun. But, uh, but yeah, happy Friday. Happy, happy max deadlift Friday. And then we'll max out tomorrow and Saturday. And for all the weightlifters out there, cheers. And uh, just for all, of course, the non weightlifters, you know, cause that's the cool thing about this too, Brian, is that I, I don't know for sure, but we probably have a lot of people that listen that aren't weightlifters that, right. You know, maybe heard about this and kind of what we're doing and the, and the model that we're doing it uh, with. Cro- yeah. yeah. Probably some CrossFitters. CrossFit's welcome too. Yes. CrossFit's welcome. Global <laughs> gym, whatever <laughs> you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> Staying in bed, just watching TV. Yeah. That's awesome. I like how, Hey, I like how you're, you instructed our team to eat a lot of food and make sure you have dessert. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. Got to eat just like you got to read the Bible. Yep. Uh, let's go. Yes. Moses and Aaron speak yeah, let's read to it. Pharaoh. Okay, so here we go. The Lord has been speaking to Moses. 
Mm-hmm. Moses is, um, you know, he's up for the challenge, of course, but he's insecure. He's a little scared. You know, who am I, Lord? Kind of mm-hmm. why are you using me? Which I think we all have that question sometimes. But God uses so many, so many people, um, and God uses a lot of uh, many people that aren't the strong, confident type. Nope, that's and correct. Throughout the Bible, you see this, which I think is 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 a blessing, and not the perfect people. Oftentimes, people who have wrecked a situation or two. You know, think about it. Moses murdered. Moses killed. Eh, maybe it's self-defense. Right? But he's, he's he's not a perfect man. So remember that. God uses all people. Yeah. Oh, that's so right. true. So, and, and here we are. So Moses is talking to, to God mm-hmm. in the burning bush. And Moses is like, okay, I'll go talk to Pharaoh. And, uh, you know, and, and here we go. Now, um, you know, Aaron, uh, Moses wanted Aaron to go with him. Um, or I guess God was the one that presented this, this option to have Aaron go and kind of speak for right. Moses at first. But obviously as we see later, Moses gains confidence and, and does his thing. But, uh, so Moses, Aaron go to speak to Pharaoh, the bad Pharaoh, not the old Pharaoh that we love dearly. We miss, but generations have gone by and all of a sudden now the Jews uh, are slaves and being treated horribly and holy smoke and biscuits. They, uh, they got to get out of there. And, uh, you know, of course in God's plan, we will see what happens here. Yep. Well, let's start it off. Okay. So Moses speak. Moses and Aaron speak to Pharaoh. Verse 1. Exodus 5, verse 1. After this presentation to Israel's leaders, Moses and Aaron went to, and spoke to Pharaoh. Now, just to keep in mind, Pharaoh is the king of pretty much the earth right now. They told him, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Let my people go so they may hold a festival in my honor in the wilderness. Is that so? Retorted Pharaoh. And who is the Lord? Why should I listen to him and let Israel go? I don't know the Lord and I, I will not let Israel go. But Aaron and Moses persisted. The God of the Hebrews has met with us. He, they declared, so let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness so we can offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. If we don't, he will kill us with a plague or with the sword. Pharaoh replied, verse 4, Moses and Aaron, why are you distracting the people from their tasks? Get back to work. Look, there are many of your people in the land, and you are stopping them from their work. Verse 6, making bricks without straw. So the same day, Pharaoh sent this order to the Egyptian slave drivers and the Israelite foremen. Do not supply any more straw for making bricks. Make the people get it themselves. But still require them to make the same number of bricks as before. Don't reduce the quota. They are lazy. That's why they're crying out, let us go and offer sacrifices to our God. Load them down with more work. Make them sweat. That will teach them to listen to the lies. Verse 10, so the slave drivers and foremen went out and told the people, this is what Pharaoh says. I will not provide any more straw for you. Go get it yourselves. Find it wherever you can. But you must produce just as many bricks as before. So the people scattered throughout the land of Egypt in search of stubble to use as straw. Meanwhile, the Egyptian slave slave drivers continued to push hard. Meet your quota of bricks you meet your daily quota of bricks just as you did when we provided you with straw they demanded then they whipped the israelite foreman 
they had put in charge of the work crews. Why haven't you met your quotas either yesterday or today? They demanded. So the Israelite foreman went to Pharaoh and pleaded with him. Please don't treat your servants like this, they begged. We are given no straw, but the slave drivers still demand make bricks. We are beaten, but it isn't our fault. Your own people are to blame. Pharaoh shouted, you're lazy, just just lazy, lazy. That's why you're saying, let us go and offer sacrifices to the Lord. Now get back to work. No straw will be given to you. But you must still produce the full quota of bricks. <clears throat> the Israelite foreman could see they were in serious trouble when they told when they were told you must not reduce the number of bricks each day. As they left Pharaoh's court, they confronted Moses and Aaron, who were waiting outside for them. The foreman said to them, May the Lord judge you. May the Lord judge and punish you for making us stink before Pharaoh and his officials. You have put a sword in their hands. An excuse to kill us. 22. Then Moses went back to the Lord and protested, Why have you brought all this trouble on our people, Lord? Why did you send me ever since I came to Pharaoh as your spokesman? He has been more brutal to your people, and you have done nothing to rescue them. Mm. Well, if anything, Moses talks to God candidly, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's pretty tough. This is this is a not a, not a good I'm thing. Too. Sorry, my yeah. mic was being yeah. weird again. Yeah, that, that ain't that the truth. Um, you know, I, up here it just it, Pharaoh doesn't acknowledge God, doesn't believe in God, and just says who. You know, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, come on, Pharaoh knows about God. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I you know, he does. How do you run Egypt, you know, and not know about God, having the, the Israelites there and, and even the history of, as he says, he doesn't know about Joseph and Jacob and all of that, which, right. okay, to, to me, that's hard to believe, but how do you not know about God? He, in my, in my eyes, he does. He's just completely turned his back. He's disrespecting God. What is the exact line that he uses? Um, oh yeah, I think just verse two right here. Oh, is that so? Retorted Pharaoh. And who is the Lord? Mm-hmm. Question mark. Mm-hmm. Why should I listen to him? Lowercase H. And let Israel go. I don't right. know the Lord, and I will not let Israel go. I mean, he is. This is blasphemy. Yeah. That I mean, that's blasphemy right there, and that is the that is the one. Um, sin that will block you from heaven. What's it called? Uh, I'm looking for that well, word. Well, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit of the Holy Spirit is the yeah. What that's unforgivable. Unforgivable. Sin. Yeah. So I mean, and you're just turning your back. I'm not gonna. You know this. This. This is just that's harsh. You know, and that's why. It's, that's why his heart is cold. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's, he's completely turned his back to God completely making it very clear. Well, he's made himself God here. You know, yeah. he's like, I'm not going to listen to who, Adonai or, or God or who, whoever you're saying this person is. I am God. I am the ultimate authority. Yeah. yeah. So his heart, his heart is already hard for himself. 
Well, yeah. also because you could say, well, God hardened his heart even before this, but that's not true. I mean, you got to remember too, with free will, God knew he was going to do this. Sure. He did. So therefore, you know, God saw this happening, of course. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as Pharaoh is turns his back and says, God is not real. And I don't know God and I'm not going to listen to God and et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, God was right. Cause God knows all. And, and now his heart is, 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 uh, stone cold. Yes, exactly. You know, so is there a plan for God here? Yes. But also there's free will where, you know, God can see obviously free will in the future. You know, we have discussions about the free will and God's plan and how the answer is yes and how they blend together. Do we understand? No, but this is a good example of that. Yeah, exactly. He, I mean, he knows people's actions. Like the Bible says, he created the end from the beginning. Like he knows what you're going to do. You know, mm-hmm. does that mean that it's already, you know, you can't change that? No, you, you choose whatever you want. You want, you choose to follow the Lord or you choose to follow yourself. There's no two, there's no question about it. Right. There, it, it, there's, uh, we're not going to go down the, the discussion necessarily that, you know, who are you predestined or, or I know there's a big, um, movement about you know that you're basically everything that you do is already predestined you can't change it no you have the ability to choose all the time in the word we hear you choose you decide you pick me don't pick pick the world yeah pick good and evil but there's good and evil out there you choose good so yeah absolutely free will free will and god's plan yes it's the same yeah. He uses your yeah. free will and gets right. his work his plan done. It's pretty it's pretty easy to see. Well, but that's He's, why and I know on the men's group that we have on the team we we've had some some talks about that. That's why for somebody and I know there's churches out there that that really preach this is that the the God um, like picking people and and the the destiny mm-hmm. already basically being made up for certain people. The reason why I I don't agree with that is because there is a thing called free will, obviously. Now, how free will plays in with God's plan and how the time of earth that we know is not of God and how God is outside of time, like all of right. these factors that play in, we just don't know. You know, that, that for somebody just to be like, this is it. Everything is predestined. Exactly. Well, when we're talking about outside of time, then also the greatest gift ever of free will that we have, how all three, God's plan, free will, and outside of time work together as one, we just don't understand. Our human brains can't understand that. So we have free will, walk to Jesus, believe in God, accept yep. him, and mm-hmm. um, just that's the the mindset that you should have in my opinion to, to to believe that everything is completely destined for certain individuals first of all it's just not biblical i can understand maybe how somebody could even possibly make that argument but it still falls short because we don't understand as humans how the free world free uh will works within god's plan period so that that's yeah. kind of my take on that yeah that's and that's a great take because you know, like you you know, that's like when when someone says there is no God, they act like there's they, that's like that's like a fish saying there's nothing outside that water. We just live in the water. 
there's nothing on the other side of that water. Mm-hmm. You know, there, you know, there's nothing out there. God is outside of time, space, and matter, and He can move in and out of time, space, and matter whenever He wants. Who am I? Who am I yeah. to say, "Ha ha, there is no God"? I know for a fact, clearly, my way is the right way. Really, you're going to bet everything on that? Everything on that, and you that you can't even see outside the water in that little pond. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, God is amazing. He's all. He's everything. He's all powerful. So it is. It's it is a it's a great feeling well, to rest. See- Oh, rest. Yeah, it is Brian Nige. So rest yeah. in him. Yeah, it, it really is. In a world full of stresses and obstacles mm. and, you know, self-identity and insecurity and, and hard yeah. work and, and just the little things that add up throughout the day. Yeah. To rest in him. What an amazing thing to, to for people that rest in humans and your in yourself. Oh, man. What a what a troublesome life. You know, you're chasing your tail, all these self-motivational, uh, you know, kind of videos and, and books. And I mean, it's just, it's just you, you, it's all about you. You know, how can you better you? It's like, man, how can you better the Lord? How can you rest more at his feet and love him more and stay in his word? The minute you start looking at him with a capital H yep. and stop looking at yourself. See, society has done that where it's just, we, it's all about you, 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 you. How do you better you in every aspect and every way? Right. And it's like, it's just the wrong outlook. It's the wrong approach. Stop looking in the mirror necessarily on you and look to him. And therefore that will better you. Exactly. It's, it's just, but you know, that's the worldly view coming out. It's interesting when you said fish and water and sorry, I know this is a little ADD and off topic, but it's just another reason why the Bible, of course, is right in every word it says, is it made it very clear in the Bible. In, in uh, I, I don't remember which book. I know it's the Old Testament that the world is round. <laughs> it says multiple times. Um, I just know this because my my pastor read a few verses, um, uh, and, and not just the verses, but he he likes to kind of read more of the uh, the actual uh, chapter to get the whole sense of it. But it, made it, it makes it very clear that the world is round somewhere in the Old Testament. I'm sure that if, if I think Brian might be Googling it right now. But what did the world think? It was flat. And then mm-hmm. when they found out it was round, it was like, oh, well, golly gee, the world's round. Yeah, no duh. It says right here. <laughs> you know, but it, doesn't that just wrap up humans perfectly? How did everything start? Oh, Genesis 1, chapter 1. Yep. We're going to investigate this on a 13-part Netflix series. Okay. I'll, at least I don't have to watch that. I'm going to watch the Friends reunion on Netflix that just came out. I'm really <laughs> excited about that. Or the new Sam Smith concert that uh, from 2019 that's on Netflix right now. That he cut his third album. It's amazing. I'm a big Sam Smith fan. You know, there's other things I could watch because I don't need to see that 17 part series because it says right here. I just, you know, that's why there's living in the word and resting in him and looking at him is the way to go. I mean, you're 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 pumping me up. I don't know what else to say. That's it. Go. That's it. That's it. Resting in him. 
resting in him. That's right. Can you not the find is, those? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. The earth is round. Ah, there are, there's several scriptures. Of course, people can take these out of context too. I think it's Isaiah 40. It says uh, that the earth sits on the, the uh, that we sit on the circle of the earth. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. There it is. The circle mm-hmm. of the earth. It's right there. Yeah. Isaiah 40. We sit on the circle yeah. of the earth. It, it, this is this is this is before obviously flying in the air and taking pictures and all they can see is stars. That's it. How would they know the earth is a circle? Well, because the God of the heavens and the earth wrote knows. the Bible. <laughs> yeah, wrote the Bible. He wrote the Bible. He wrote the Bible. I don't even like the word influenced. I like just the word he did through man. Uh, but you know, I know he did. It's an influence, but. Think about it. How did Isaiah know that the earth was round? I mean, because if you think about it, like back in the day, before technology, you probably would think the world is flat. Probably so. Who knows, right? It's it. It doesn't. It's 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 curved. It's not curved when you look at it from yeah. your with your yeah. naked eye. Yeah, it's flat. There's just shiny things in the sky. That's it. Mm-hmm. Think about it. That's all they know. But it's like, no, no, the world's flat. The world's round. Oh, okay, the world's round. Right. Yeah, well, you know what though, God has always proven correctly. Yeah, just a little, little, uh, just a little gold nugget in there for people. Because I remember when I heard that, uh, I, I just was like, oh, that's a, such a great little gold nugget. It's just yeah. another little nugget in the Bible that just came true and is so right. Oh gosh, they knew the world was round, but you know, yeah, nobody they, believed what's them. Fun, what's funny is when you have, um, I know we we'll probably get to Exodus six, but we the, we have those. There's a there's a group of people they consider themselves quote flat earthers quote yeah, and they and I've they were seen doing that experiment. Netflix documentary by the way. There's been this experiment, and they try to shine this laser like six or eight miles away at each other, and they were like, "Look, all you got to do, the laser is going to hit, and if it hits in a certain spot, uh, then the Earth is flat." If it if it hits above that spot, the Earth is round. So as they were doing their thing, they, uh, they finally got this, it all set up. The laser hit, and they're like, "I can't see it! I can't see it!" And then and then they raised the the the, the measuring tool like five feet up or six feet up, and they're like, "Okay, right, now do it!" Boom! The laser appeared, debunked. Right on. Camera. They had a problem with that too. They were like upset, and they were. But then of yeah. course they they backpedaled and made excuses. Of course, they were like Wait, atmospheric no, no, disturbance no. Yeah. and wind patterns and mm-hmm. you know clouds and mist and you know the the, the vampire dew or I don't know whatever they said, mm-hmm. but some nonsense that they you know, never disproved. I mean, look at the amazing things coming out of ISIS, the space station, and the video from. All of these uh, these spaceships that are they're going up by Elon Musk, SpaceX, and you just can't deny, man. They can't fake every piece of everything. It's ridiculous. The Earth is round. Well, and also everything in the Bible has come true, even to this day. There's nothing in the Bible that hasn't come true. Everything, Facts. everything in the old has 100 percent connected with the new. So. Even just a little gold nugget here of it's Isaiah saying, yes, the earth is round. Yep. Like, Boom. And of course, the earth is round. Like I can go on and on and on and on. This is why we must read the Bible and believe in the Bible and believe in God's word, you know, etc. Because then we look at what's the last chapter of, of the Bible? Revelation. Yeah, Revelations. It's like, hey, read Revelations, baby. You read Revelations. You're going to live your life differently. 
Like you should live your life differently every verse, every chapter. I think that the Bible is equally amazing verse by verse. That's why like my tattoos is going to be the Bible because it's just all of it is amazing. But you read Revelations and you will live your life definitely different because yes, you if will. you believe the Bible, Genesis 1, chapter 1, God created the heavens and the earth. If you truly believe that line, then yes. Then you read the last chapter and you're like, wow, I need to get my life right. I need to put everything in God's in, in God's hands and, and be a believer of, of Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior, because holy smoke and biscuits, if I truly believe everything in this Bible, and you have to ask yourself that question, Brian, there's listeners out there that have to really ask themselves, do you believe God's word? And if the answer is yes, then it's time to, you know, it's time to turn, turn around and, right. uh, and walk with God because look, that last chapter, it's no joke. It ain't no joke, baby. Yeah, it's no joke. Eternity without God is no joke, man. Right. I don't want. I I don't want that. And I'm. I, I choose life. I choose Him. Yeah, and I I'm not. And I'm him. not taking. I, I know it might be a little controversial here, and I'm not taking shots at everybody, but just making a point here is that that book, Revelations, is not read often and not talked about often. It's probably the most important book in the entire Bible. And, you know, when I was in a three-day debate with the uh, the Mormons that kept knocking on my door and they kept coming back, you know, uh, the reason why that debate stopped, and it was it was a good debate. Of course, me and my wife were winning, so any Mormons out there, love you to death, give me a hug, but we were like 10-0 and 0, Mike Tyson. Like, I thought <laughs> I thought at that point, like, they were going to, like, take off their name tag and just join Athey Creek with me uh, in Portland, but that's a whole different podcast. But, yeah. you know, Come I guess on. maybe I'm being a little cocky just because, you know, me and Jess just... You know, if, if we're really going to jump in the ring and be respectful with each other and have a conversation, we were we were definitely doing a good job there debunking. But I apologize if I'm upsetting somebody. But here, let me get to my point here is the point with the Mormons is this. We were having an amazing three day conversation and I'm all about debate and talking and everything like that. But the reason why I finally had to politely ask them to leave my house and end the end the conversation is because they admitted the fact as we kept bringing it up and they looked completely stone-faced like completely lost we found out and they admitted they never read they've never read the book of revelation what what never what they don't even they were like no we haven't read it no we haven't learned about this in church i'm like you guys are going door to door which by the way god bless you for that like I, i love you guys like family it's shoot it's what us we need to do more um, but holy smoke and biscuits. Yeah. Read your book. Learn you, your book. You've never read the Bible and you're going door to door and saying this and that, but you, you haven't read revelation, but you've read the book of Mormon. What world are we living in? And and I right. guess that's my point is that it's a chapter that people stay away from because guess what? It will make you live your life differently. It will make you walk with God and, I don't really know my overall point, Brian, but I just think it's it, it needs to be said. Yeah. Hey, your 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 point was the book of Revelation is serious. So get serious with God. Right. You know, get serious. Just like Pharaoh's uh, Moses is about to get serious here. You want to read? Should we do six? Sorry, I digress. No, that's a hey. That, we lo- I love it. Those are that's what this is about, man. Let's yeah. let's talk it out. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay, here we go. Uh, Exodus six promises yep. of deliverance of promises. Okay. Okay. So here we are. Pharaoh's not listening. Turn us back to God, treating the 
the Israelites, the Hebrews, the Jews. He's insane. Just horribly mean, evil, mean, evil, evil. slavery to the worst. Ugh. Mm, just, yeah. ugh. You want these hands, Pharaoh? Let's go. I'm ready to just, I'm ready to start fighting. Like, <laughs> just get, I'm getting upset. Uh, okay, here we go. Then the Lord told Moses, now, now you will see what I will do with Pharaoh. When he feels the force of my strong hand, he will let the people go. In fact, he will force them to leave this, his land. And of course, that's, that's true. Number two, and God said to Moses, I am Yahweh, the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as El Shaddai, God Almighty. But I did not reveal my name, Yahweh, to them. And I referred my covenant with them um, under uh, them. Under its terms, I promised to give them the land of Canaan, where they were living as foreigners. You can be sure that I have heard the groans of the people of Israel, who are now slaves to the Egyptians, and I will, and I am well aware of my covenant with them. Mm. That's a, that's a great line right there. Well aware, yeah. Well aware of my covenant with them. Um, why do you think Israel still stands today? I I digress. Six. Therefore, say to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. I will free you from your oppression and I will rescue you from your slavery in Egypt. I will redeem you with a powerful arm and a great act of judgment. I will claim you as my own people and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord, your God, who has freed you from your oppression in Egypt. I will bring you into the land I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give it to you as your very own possession. I am the Lord. Explanation mark. Let's go. Yeah, I'm the Lord. Amazing. I need another cup of coffee. Let's start throwing things here. Number nine. I just get jacked up. I'm sorry, Brian. No, this is the word. How how could you not? It's, It's amazing. When God says, I am the Lord, I will do this. I will save my people. I mean, that's exciting. It's crazy. Yeah. What's more exciting than that? I mean, I know we get wrapped up in NFL football and Tom Brady winning seven Super Bowls, but holy smoke and biscuits, this is way more exciting. I mean, honestly, yes. Yes, it is. I mean, he's he's won every Super Bowl. Jesus. (laughs) He's, he's, He's won every one. He's got more rings on his hands than anybody. That's right. Oh, I'm sure he does. He's the GOAT. He's the goat for sure. Jesus is the goat, not Tom right. Brady. Not Tom Brady. All right, here we go. So number nine. So Moses told the people of Israel what the Lord had said, but they refused to listen anymore. They had become too discouraged by the brutality of their slavery. Oh, man. So Moses told the people of Israel, Brian, and they were just like, they're just so beat down. You know, they're, For just, real. they're discouraged. Isn't that life? Isn't that life when things Isn't are it? tough and, you know, someone's like, uh, you look at the Bible on the table in the kitchen and you're just like, oh no. Or someone invites you to a Bible study and you're just like, you you feel defeated and beat down and you're not turning to God or you're missing churches on Sunday because life is tough. It's like, man, like I'm not, I know I can be a hypocrite with this, but that's the time to dive in even more with God. It's true. And, you know, and, and I know we're, we're, we're in the middle here, but 
you know, life and, and work and, you know, drugs, alcohol, bad relationships, your bills, they can all seem like you're slaves. You're a slave to that, to that, you know, yeah. and exactly. You can get discouraged, man, because we can become a slave to our job and, and all kinds of other things. So true. So true. All right, here we go. Yeah. Uh, 10. Then the Lord said to Moses, go back to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and tell him, tell him to let the people of Israel leave his country. But Lord, Moses objected, my people won't listen to me anymore. How can I explain? Sorry. How can I expect Pharaoh to listen? I'm such a clumsy speaker. Moses said that's. Uh, but the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them orders for the Israelites and for Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. The Lord commanded Moses and Aaron to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt. The ancestors of Moses and Aaron. These are the ancestors of some of the clans of Israel. The son of Reuben, Israel's oldest son, were Hanak, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. Their descendants became the clans of Reuben. The sons of Simeon were Jemul, Jemin, Ohad, Jekin, Zohar, and Shual. Shual's mother was a Canaanite woman. Their descendants became the clans of Simeon. 16. These are the descendants of Levi, as listed in their family records. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Gohath, and Merari. Levi lived to be 137 years old. The descendants of Gershon included Libni, Libni and Shemi, each of whom became the ancestors of clan. The descendants of Kohath included Arm. Amram, Izar, Hebron, and Ezio. Kohath lived to be 133 years old. The descendants of Merari included Mahali and Mushi. These are the clans of the Levites enlisted in their family records. Uh, Aram now, Andre Aram now married. Oh, kidding. <laughs> For all the weightlifters they, out there. He, he's pretty much the goat, too. Yeah, he's the goat, too. Uh, Amram. Married his father's sister, Jacobed, and she gave birth to his sons, Aaron and Moses. Amram lived to be 137 years old. The sons of Izar were Kara, Nepheg, and Zerkri. The sons of Uzul were Mishel, Elzaphon, and Sithri. Aaron married Elizabeth. Elisheba, the daughter of Amenadab and sister of Nishan, and she gave birth to his sons, Nahab, Abuhu, Elezar, and Ithamar. The sons of Koar were Asir, Elkanah, and Abisaph. Their descendants became the clans of Korah. Elazar, son of Aaron, married one of the daughters of Petul, and she gave birth to his son, Phinephas. These are the ancestors of the, Le- the Levite families listed according to the clans. The, the Aaron and Moses named in this list are the same ones to whom the Lord said, lead the people out of Israel. I'm sorry, lead the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt like an army. It was Moses and Aaron who spoke to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, about leading the people out of Israel. Leading the people of Israel out of Egypt. I'm sorry. 28. Last verse here. Um, 
or paragraph. When the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, he said to him, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, everything I am telling you. But Moses argued with the Lord saying, I can't do it. I'm much, I'm such a clumsy speaker. Why should Pharaoh listen to me? Question mark. Well, why should he not? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are behind you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, nice job, by the way, on all those names. Ooh, thank you. I tried yeah. my best. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's once again, you know, he's questioning God. Of course, we were not there, right? We don't know. We don't. He, he doesn't have the spirit of God living inside of him like we do. He can't see like we do. You know, we see the future. But man, once again, he's questioning the Almighty, saying, Who am I? I can't talk. You know, why? Pharaoh's not listening to me. You know, but I think it's important to say that he's questioning God, but his heart is in the right place. He's not, I wouldn't say he's being mean or not believing or, you know, uh, I think it's just, it's so out of fear and insecurity. Like, that's the feeling I have when I read this of just like, Oh, God, like, I'm clumsy. Like, why me? Like, I don't, it's not coming from a bad place. And I feel like you could say that like, no, God, I'm not going to do it. Who are you? You know, or right, right. I choose not to, or I don't like your decision. Like, I don't know. I, I, I just think that like, there's so much of just us coming out in Moses right now, even though that Moses is literally speaking to God, uh, it's just such a human thing to do, just be so insecure like this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It is. I mean, you have to remember that, you know, these people are still like us. You, you, I mean, why it's all written down. One of the reasons is to show us, like, look, you, even though we th- have those thoughts of we're no good or we can't make it, or we, you know, all that stuff, God is on your side. He's always there to pick you up. Just like Moses, Moses, the deliverer, questioned God the whole time, yet God still used him, still still encouraged him, and there you go. So it's exactly right, man. We relate to this so much, so much. Yeah. Oh, here we are. Gosh, this is just, uh, yeah. I love it, though. You know, God, God using man. Uh for his oh, how plan. How cool is that? How cool is and that? And of course, here's, you know, Moses with free will and almost kind of arguing and being insecure and going back and forth with God. Like what a what a great picture of God's plan and free will coming together here in a painting. You know, like if we really want to break it down of God has a plan. Right. But Moses is, you know, going back and forth like a you know, like just like a human would. Um, all just working together as one. I just think it's a good picture here. But, uh, and you know, God doesn't get frustrated. He doesn't get mad. He's just like, he totally gets it. And he's like, all right, I'll give you Aaron to help out. And God keeps telling him over and over, like, no, go talk to Pharaoh. Like, basically, I believe in you, Moses. You got this. Like, being super encouraging. You know, God is not like, Moses, like, I'm striking you down for not listening to me or you know, I'm mad at you. You know, that's not God. That's not God's character. Um, oh, and thank God for that, right? He's not just like, oh, I'm, I'm using someone else because you clearly can't handle it. No, he's like, come on, man. I chose you. Let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. 
well, they need to get out of Egypt, you know, and, uh, yeah. Yes, they do. The slave driver, Pharaoh, is not a good person. Yeah, no, yeah, he, no. He's, he's like, you're lazy, you're lazy. <laughs> now go get your own straw. You imagine the, 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 just the horror that the Israelites felt like when they heard that? Not only are you making bricks all day long now, you have to send a bunch of people who to go out, mm-hmm. harvest all the all the all the hay. Oh, it's just terrible. This guy's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just an atheist. Just doesn't believe in God. You know, he's 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 not he's he's being horrible to God's people, and he's completely turned his back and just said, "I don't believe in God." It's like, all right, yeah, okay. Well, let's see. Let's let's see how that goes for you. That's not good. <laughs> that doesn't you know, go let's good. Let's see how that goes for you. You know, and if you don't, you know, I'll leave it there. All right. Uh, Brian Nights, great show. Uh, we're on chapter seven. Uh, I, By the way, I am here this weekend. So I don't know what your plans are, but we could do like either a Saturday or a Sunday reading just to keep it moving. Yeah, I'm here all week. I'm not. I'm still recovering. I'm still. Uh, I'm feeling a lot better. I can. I, mean, I can drive and everything. But yeah, let's. Uh, let's do it. Let's add some. Add some chapters Saturday morning. Cool. All right. Well, dear Lord, thank you for bringing us together and keep us safe today and keep us. Uh, gosh, just you know, give us strength and keep our family safe and our friends safe and you know, give us just courage like you are to Moses here. Just thank you for believing in us, and just being there for us and. Just, you know, giving us courage and strength. And even when we don't believe in ourselves, you're the greatest weightlifting coach. You're the greatest life coach. Um, that's, and that's an amazing thing. So, um, yeah. Amen. Uh, well said. Amen. God is good. Absolutely. We'll see you guys back. Salute. Salute.